0: Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast exploring the latest in film, TV, games, toys, and more. And now, somewhere in a secret bunker outside of Washington, D.C., here are your hosts, 30-year veteran of pop culture and entertainment news for The Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski, and pop culture, technology, and space aficionado, Todd Stowell. Sad news. You're going to yank your computer right off the... This is not working. This is sad news. You've
1: wrapped yourself in your own cords. Hold on.
0: That's awesome. Hold on. Wait a minute. We'd
1: like to thank all the people who like crazy, crazy rich Asians for listening to our podcast. We still don't know why they did, but they did. No, I know why. Why? Because we're timely? That was the first time we were ever timely? Because
0: the movie came out on digital. Okay, and it was plastered all over iTunes, and people were probably googling for it. So, so we're
1: picked up into Google.
0: We are everywhere now, man. We're on Spotify. Wow, we're about to, there is no reason not to listen to this podcast we We are gonna be on Pandora soon and you get really great polka music. Come on, man. You've gotta be kidding me. you know there's more polka at the end than there ever has wow. been. I like to let it, it's let extra it, polka now. I, mean, I like I like to let it drag out a little bit. So we're going to start with some with on terrible a, on, news on a down note. If you've been in Siberia, then you don't know what we're talking about. But we've got to give uh, mad props to Stan Lee. Yeah, because people eventually die. 95 years old, man. What a hell of a run.
1: Yeah. And, you know, last year of his life, not so good.
0: No. You know, he had a lot of stupidity going on around him. Well, didn't it, well didn't his wife die not long ago, too, uh, right? No,
1: she'd been gone a while. Okay. I yeah. thought for some reason it was recent. No,
0: no. It was not recent. I mean, think about all of the
1: characters he was part of creating.
0: It's, it's mind-blowing. It is. It's mind-blowing. And then think of the fact that he cameoed in, in every single— Pretty much every movie. In every right? movie, and I have to believe he'll probably be in Avengers 4. And,
1: and I got to tell you, my favorite one, I saw it the other night, and I'm still laughing, is when he's a FedEx guy delivering a package to Tony Stark— and he comes in, he goes, uh, Mr. Uh, Tony Stank, Tony Stank. I don't know why I find that so funny, but I do.
0: I thought his. It was my favorite. The one with uh, the one, it, it, it wasn't in the movie, but it was the comment afterwards where he is the strip club DJ in Deadpool, oh, brother. but he didn't. He wasn't actually in the strip club, and then he made some comment about how disappointed he was in Ryan Reynolds for not allowing that to happen, which I thought was the greatest thing ever. I liked it when
1: he was, on the, the, was with the, uh, the Lookers or the Watcher. He mm-hmm. was on this planet mm-hmm. hanging out, and you didn't, then you realize that basically he was like the, the omniscient observer yeah. of the Marvel Cinematic yep. Universe.
0: Yep. That was actually his calling. Now, you were at a panel with him.
1: You know, you killed me, because I didn't prepare for this. I was at a panel at a New York Comic Con, and, and this long, was How just long ago? Maybe 10 years. 10 years. And, and this was what was so great about this panel. It was him and probably half a dozen legendary creators. Guys like Jerry Robinson, who uh, basically created the Joker. Uh, Joe Sinnott who uh, co-created Captain America. And it was just, this panel was just so comfortable because these guys were just hanging out like old friends, shooting the bull. And you you can't get that anywhere else. And, and Stan was just zinging them all over the place. Zing, zing. Every two minutes he had a zing. And at some point, I should give you some quotes from this to put up just because he's a really great guy and it was fun to hear him talk and I loved watching him.
0: Well, didn't didn't you guys have interactions with him when Comic-Con was really about buying comic books?
1: Oh yeah. In the old days. And and the best my best story about that was Stanley actually walked past Jack Kirby, who was still alive at the time. And Kirby basically Gave him the stink. You know what I mean? The stink eye. Because those two were going at it for a long time. I don't know if they ever
0: never patched it up.
1: Ever patched it up or not. Hmm. But but it was it was it was a moment. I just I never forgot it. I also was in LA and had seen him hanging out and talking to Spielberg in a um oh, red wild. carpet. That's line. awesome. And this was like just about the time where X-Men was breaking. You know what I mean? Like the, like the, the comic, first, No, no, the first the movie. X-Men movie, mm-hmm. which kind of really set the tone.
0: I, I just, I know that because um, Hugh Jackman's new movie about <clears throat> Gary Hart is coming out, yep. The Front Runner, that somebody asked him about Stan Lee and his his whole introduction into the X-Men universe. And he says, yeah, I mean, I." I didn't really know what X-Men was. I I thought a Wolverine was like, was a wolf. Right. I didn't realize it was a real animal. And he's like, and, and, you know, I didn't really have any work. You know, I was primarily like a guy who did plays. Right. And, you know, the universe that he created elevated me to a level where I can immediately do the things I want to do today. And I can never thank him enough for that. And I think that's true for all of these people who are in these Marvel movies. Without the creation of these characters, Spider Man. I think it's. Look what it
1: did for Robert Downey.
0: Oh, I mean, it totally. It just
1: resurrected his career.
0: I think that. Tropic Thunder had a little bit of help to do with that, but.
1: Absolutely not. You know, that so? movie was so far underground cult that nobody cared. You ask anybody if but they that was know his that com- movie. That was
0: his comeback movie, that right? That was
1: hardly a comeback.
0: Really? Ugh. Oh, it was so good. All right, well. It was so funny.
1: Nope. Iron Man, mainstream. Oh, he well, brought him to the masses.
0: I mean, he is Iron Man. And, 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 and he was the perfect Tony Stark. And I mean, you know, he. I mean, didn't, didn't don't they say that Iron Man, which I don't understand how they can say this is based on Elon Musk, at least the way that he's portraying him. That's impossible. No, the, no, the way that Downey Jr is right. portraying. No, him.
1: it's not. Go read a comic book. I know. Pick up any 60s Iron Man comic I book. I think
0: I think if anything, Elon Musk is
1: he's basically <laughs> portraying <laughs> Tony Stark. Stark. Yeah, sure.
0: You know, whatever. So excelsior yes stan. to stan lee
1: i love you stan yes. you are a
0: great dude and uh you know the funny thing is is he might have been 95 but he didn't look it every time i saw him oh, on anything so peppy just didn't look it and and you know what i i think they don't know what he died from They they still haven't said right you know they just but, well sometimes he, you he just was, die from being old i mean hey man
1: that happens.
0: He's probably heartbroken by the ending of Avengers four, and you, yeah, uh, that's it. You know, I know what that movie's done. It's all I know. Right. So, okay. Well, it's hard to move on from that because it was <laughs> so, such a such a bummer. So there's other news that came this week, which also is kind of a bummer. <laughs> uh, Dan Aykroyd was on Dan Rather's. Uh,
1: I think Dan Aykroyd needs, needs to shut up for a while and really said like...
0: that uh, they have. Very well-known writers working on a, okay. a Ghostbusters 3 I'm raising my eyebrows. sequel, which he has said for the past 20 years. Yeah. And he said the story is so good that he's pretty confident he could get Murray to do Not it. Not a chance. And Zero. A, and then he he threw shade at Paul Feig again, which he, ha, he was all on board until the movie came out, and he has since been a very harsh critic of Feig which rightfully so. The movie wasn't very good. And and he basically said that because he couldn't rein in the cost, they'll never make another female Ghostbusters, and it's not fair. And I was like, well, the story was garbage anyway, so whatever. What's the point? So, of course, that's brought in some news, and Dan Rather was like, wait a minute. This is sort of breaking news, isn't it? And he's like, well, we've got a good writer, and I've got a really good story to tell, and it brings together... What's going on today with the universe that from before, and and there's there's the update. So I'm not holding my breath. You know, I,
1: I don't think it's going to happen. No,
0: dude, there's no way. I mean, he said this now like six different times that there's a third. Right. Go- I think they've literally. Akroyd written... would have a
1: better chance of being in a Star Wars movie at this point I than mean, another Ghostbusters. No, I think
0: honestly, Harrison Ford would be in Ghostbusters at that point. I yeah, mean, yeah. As soon as the new Indiana th- Jones comes out, I think they've literally written like five versions of Ghostbusters three that have all gone nowhere. Right. So just get over it. Just, right. Just it's to- a, it's okay. You don't need. It's to-
1: okay to have a great f- couple of films. I mean, I know you you flip flopped on two a couple times. I think two holds up. You think two holds I up now, now?
0: Having watched it, I think it holds up. I'm concerned what they're doing with cartoons and right. other junk. It's like it's just a universe that that. It was a really popular car- kid's cartoon. Yeah. It's been a really long time. It was like yeah. 90s. Leave it alone. Just No one's going to remake Back to the Future. You, you can leave Ghostbusters alone too. Right. Period. Right. So whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, and then I'm going to quickly touch on Outlaw King, which just came out on you're, Netflix. You're wrapped in your court again. Yeah, I know yeah. I am. It's okay. Don't worry. I, I promise I won't fall.
1: I don't want you to strangle yourself. Podcaster tragically
0: dies, yeah, choked to death, <laughs> choked
1: to death by his own cord.
0: So, Outlaw King stars Chris Pine. You're reading this off the computer. <laughs> no, I just I want to make sure I get the names correct. Chris Pine. It's Chris Pine with a P. Yep, and Aaron Taylor Johnson, who would be Kickass if you remember from from the kick-ass what? Phase. Yeah. Oh,
1: I haven't seen him forever.
0: Yeah, he's big boy now. Uh, and, mm. and a bunch of other people I don't really know. And essentially, this takes place uh, a few decades after Braveheart. You do see... And, and uh, Chris Pine's character is Robert the Bruce, who... All right, that's made up. No, it's actually real. There is a Robert the Bruce? Robert the Bruce, or Robert Bruce is, okay. is his name. He becomes... Uh, essentially, they're fighting against King Edward I's reign, who claims that he has... Uh, total control and reign over Scotland. And as a result, Chris Pine's character becomes king after he murders his, ad- his adversary. And, so it's a Shakespeare thing. And uh, they end up getting their, their uh, rear ends handed to them several times before basically uh, indulging in guerrilla warfare. Um, very muddy and just like very barbaric warfare.
1: So to pay for this, they had to cut Iron Fist and Luke Cage?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, it's a, it was originally 137 minutes. It got sort of bad reviews for how long it was. So they trimmed it down. Oh my
1: God. Really? Yeah. Is there a budget on
0: this? Uh, a lot. <laughs> I think I saw $120 <laughs> million. Dollars. Wow. I mean, it's beautiful. The horses, but the battles. But it's Netflix. It's Netflix. You'll never know whether they make their money back. Right. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a little long, a little, it was a little, it, it, Spans such a broad amount of time, like Braveheart being three hours, right. like covers a lot. And I thought they compressed the timeline maybe too too Is there much. an intermission? No. Like Gandhi? No. Okay. Um, if, if if for all the ladies out there and maybe even some of the guys, Chris Pine goes full frontal in two different scenes. So there's that. He's he's a, now now you know, I'm
1: not gonna watch the movie so thanks a
0: lot. It's in the distance, you don't have to worry about okay. it. Okay, um, he plays a pretty damn good Scotsman, and his battle scenes are wicked. He fights with King Edward the Second, his the son who right. th- you know. But it's not the King Edward, it is the King Edward. Okay, Edward the First. They brought him back. Edward the, Edward the First dies in this.
1: Who plays Edward the Second? The,
0: his, uh, some random British guy okay. who's only been in like four movies. <laughs> not Benedict Cumberbatch. No, okay. not Benedict Cumberbatch. B- Idri- Mi- Idris Alba? B minus? Maybe? B minus? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I liked it. It, was, it right. was entertaining. Am I not more entertaining when I'm awake? Uh, Isn't that fun? Yeah. Well, we're doing it on a different day, so you're See? really shut out of a can. Yeah. I think um, we're going to have to keep doing this. We're going to talk Idris Alba. I'm very excited for Luther coming back. Have you ever seen that show? No. You gotta watch that show. No. That's, that's awesome. So. Oh, I can
1: bring something up. Got it. Go for it. So, um, that CBS Live thing, CBS Interactive, that anyone mm-hmm. got to pay for, mm-hmm. whatever the heck that's called. Mm-hmm. There is a really couple of good shows on there besides, you know, Star Trek. There's one called The Good Fight with Christine Baranski, and it's a sequel or takeoff on The Good Wife, if you remember that show. Great characters, great lawyers. Problem is, this season, it's poop on Trump time. They actually spent an entire episode where, at the end, they have an animated cartoon explaining how to impeach him.
0: Isn't Christine Baranski also in Murphy Brown? Uh Uh-oh. Is she? She was on Murphy Brown. I, I wouldn't. Mama Mia, she was in that. Well, she was on the original Murphy Brown. So I would imagine she's got to be in the new one, right? Are you sure? Pretty sure right. she was in it.
1: Anyway, it's a great show except for that episode. So
0: are you are you paying for this now?
1: No, no, I'm reviewing it on. Oh, on, I'm, get I'm, this DVD on Blu-ray. No, no
0: DVD. DVD. Shut up. No, nope. come on. Really? For some
1: reason, most home home theater companies now are putting their shows out on DVD. Why? I don't know. Does it cost more to
0: produce a Blu-ray?
1: I don't know. But the obviously the quality is obviously bad. Anyway, I digress.
0: I'd like to see more Netflix things on Blu-ray. Yeah, that frustrates me. That yeah. I mean, for that matter, even shows on Hulu, anything like that. I'd love to see it come out eventually. But there's no. High Tower, yeah. There's no, yeah. Or uh, The Man in the High Tower. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I guess for those shows, they figure, well, we'll just keep them on demand so you can just watch them. Watch them whenever you want. Yeah. As long as you pay for it. So, you got one more thing we're going to try to cram in before we take a break. Incredibles 2. Sure. So, I, I,
1: uh, I, 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 uh, um, Incredibles 2, Ultimate Collector's Edition on 4K.
0: At least it wasn't on Blu-ray or or DVD. Thank goodness,
1: yeah. (laughs) Now on DVD from Disney Home Entertainment. Did you get to see it with your kids? I haven't haven't seen it. My my kids have seen it. Your kids have seen it. Yeah. You know what? It's a fun movie. I liked it. It's um. It's different from the first film Mm -hmm. because the first film has a lot of great, great exposition. Right. Right. So now we get right into it. Um. Basically, now, where, how does this sound familiar? The heroes have been banned because of the collateral damage they cause. Sound familiar?
0: So is it Team Stark or Team Cap? Right. So anyway,
1: anyway, a, um, you'll get a kick out of this. There's a, a rich tech guy named Winston DeVore who's played by Bob Odenkirk, which is cool. Decides to help the Incredibles, and especially Elastigirl. So Elastigirl gets into these struggles with some enemy called Screensaver. And um, while, while Bob Parr, Mr. <laughs> Incredible, has to stay home with the kids, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because there's tons of comedic possibilities there. Sure. So that's what's great about the film. And, and all the cast comes back. Craig T. Nelson as is, is Bob, Helen Hunt, Samuel L. Jackson as Frozone. So that's all good stuff. Great. Um, now, what's interesting is the 4K doesn't doesn't deliver what I would have expected it to. And I don't understand why. Because the I, I, I think the animation was built to have too much subdued lighting and haziness in it. Mm. So that like, Blue skies don't look crispy blue. They kind of look off blue. I don't understand why that is, but a lot of the film, I watched it, and the eye-popping colors aren't there. Weird. You would expect that, right? Wouldn't you expect that?
0: I think that there's just a problem with like, standardization of this stuff, too. You know what I mean?
1: But the odd thing is, the food His- looks lifelike. Egg rolls, like broccoli sautéed
0: broccoli. Well, I mean, the question is: is how long has this been in production? I mean, if it's been two years,
1: well, you know, what's funny is the you know, it's been fourteen years since the original
0: movie. But what I'm saying is, is how long have they? Oh been yeah, it usually
1: takes left? two two years two, two to, to build a years, film like that. You know, and this film made over a billion dollars. Of course it did. So, um, the extras are spectacular. They're on a pair of Blu-ray discs. There's um, Brad Bird, the director, introducing all of the animators, and they do an optional commentary track, which is awesome. There's like two hours of extra featurettes. Um, There's 40 minutes of deleted scenes, and um, there's a couple of uh, cartoon shorts to get you started before you watch the main feature. This is a dynamite release. I wish the colors were better. I don't know what will happen there, but look, you can even look at this scene. See the orange juice? It's gorgeous. Jeez. It looks like orange juice. Yeah. Anyway, home run, an A for sure, A minus, maybe because of the 4K. But um, great job, Disney. Thank you.
0: Great. We'll we're be gonna right t- back. we're gonna take a break, then you're gonna do
1: a preliminary look at a couple of gift guide items that I'm working on. Because
0: next week is Black, Black Friday. Friday. Cyber
1: Monday. That's right.
0: So stay right. tuned. <music>
1: Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit ComDiginews.com, that's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I-news.com, and support the next evolution in news. Jeez. (laughs) Everything's buzzing, and you're wrapping cords around your neck. You're angry. Really, it's not that bad. Shot out of a cannon. It's not that bad.
0: You know what? Black Friday makes me nervous, man. Everybody's got a deal. There's no, yeah, the deals are terrible. They're they're just awful. There's nothing. You just showed me a 4K Blu-ray player for 50 bucks. Yeah, and then your response was, "That's a crappy Blu-ray player." (laughs) And I said, "Yes, it is," but just to show that they are dropping prices. The Samsung I looked 99.99. Really? Mm Hmm. I didn't see that one. Mm -hmm. I gotta look that one up. It was on Best Buy. Um, I do
1: these massive amount of gift guides every year, so I'm just gonna talk about a few tech items that are coming up. That um.
0: It'll be over the next several episodes. so
1: That'll be over, yeah. So the first one I'm going to talk about, which I found really interesting, is something called Pocket Talk. Make up your own joke. It is a handheld language translator. It looks like the size of like a withered bar of soap. You press the button. <laughs> you press the button. There's 74 different languages. You press the button. You talk into it. Where is the bathroom? And then in any language, it'll spit back out in that language what you just said. And then somebody on the other side can press a button and answer you, and then that'll get translated mm. and speak. It's nice. It's a good idea. The weird part about this, it's two ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's a little steep. Um, it's got built-in mobile data. Okay. So you get it it allows you to use built-in mobile data for two years, unlimited.
0: As okay? in like it keeps updating itself? It or? keeps
1: updating itself and it uses it uses, like, cell phone towers, mm-hmm. right? Now, if you're not, and, and it, it'll flow the data within 105 countries. Now, if you don't want to do that, you can also just use Wi-Fi hotspots. But I'm guessing if you're in Burundi yeah, on the Serengeti, yeah, of course, maybe there's no cell phone tower either. Maybe but, not. Um, anyway, uh, you can also use your compatible SIM card to pop it in there. Hmm. Uh, English, Spanish, French, German, Chinese, uh, Basque, Cantonese, Polish, Pashto. Armenian. Armenian. Everything. 75 languages. 74 no, languages. Not bad. I thought it's a good idea. Uh, the other one I thought that was really awesome, I am a closet chess player, is, um, this thing called Square Off, which I'm calling the world's smartest chess board. It's 369. Uh, it infuses telerobotics and artificial intelligence, It's a 19-inch square board, wood board with rosewood finish. The pieces are um, hand-carved. You put them all on the board. You turn this thing on with your app. Uh, It automatically moves a piece and starts the game. Then you move your piece, and you're literally playing chess, chess against no one. But the moves are happening.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not like Ouija board esque at all. It, it, that's freaky, right? And then you can play
1: with anybody who's also got a board somewhere in the world. Oh my god, that's amazing!
0: That is amazing, right? Whoa! Okay, I thought it was just literally you're playing against the computer. No, that, nope,
1: nope. That's nope, nope, awesome. Nope. You can hook up with some guy in Burundi who happens to have the board Wait,
0: on the Serengeti.
1: Yep, and they move and you move. Oh, and that's
0: awesome! And just as cool,
1: you can snoop into other people's games you could find a game that, that's really willing to let you, and you can just sit back and watch the game happen.
0: So it moves both sides? Yes. Yeah. So how does it work? If you've got it set up, does it automatically move all the pieces to where they currently are? I don't know. I mean, it must, right? It's, yeah. That's cool. How jarring is it when they're moving?
1: You'll hear a little gear action underneath as the pieces are moving, but it's like a Ouija board. You're right. That's it's, great. It's, it's like, now I'm going to have to change my review. Thanks it's, a lot.
0: It's like the life-size Harry Potter yes, chess game. That I, I use played. the
1: Harry Potter um,
0: anecdote. Yeah. So that's, I'm pretty cool with that. That's creepy. Man, can you imagine playing a prank on somebody with that? Oh, like freak them like out. Like legitimately be like, oh, I'm playing chess with my grandfather. like just think about just think about the possibilities you could frighten a little kid people would freak little kids would run screaming oh we have a ghost in the house he likes to play chess want to see and it'll move oh (laughs) all right
1: one more it's called the one pro it's a uh full-sized electronic piano Hmm. um so the 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 gimmick is gimmick. The magic. It's seven ninety nine. It's kind of steep. Is um you attach your um tablet to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, use their app. Pull up a song, and in front of the keys there's lights.
0: And do you have to pay extra for the black keys. You do not have to play extra. Fl- for or the black do they fl- keys. Th- throw them in for free? They throw
1: them in for free. And um as the chords develop, the lights show up to tell you how to play. Huh. So you you have to play. So. It's not necessarily as good as having a teacher smack at you when right. you're trying to learn. Right. But there's tons of songs. Um, you play polka on it? You I've not looked up a polka yet, so I bet you can play a polka on it. And um, the bummer is, like, great songs that you probably want to play, you're going to have to pay for it.
0: Oh, so is it, like, of, is it like in-app royalty. purchases? Royalty.
1: There's in-app purchases, mm-hmm. like Ballroom Blitz. I know you have dying to play that on a keyboard. I mean, clearly. It's $3.99, Beatles in My Life, three ninety nine. dollars um, But you do get a bunch of songs for free that you can work on. There's video lessons. There's, like, Guitar Hero-like games, rhythm games. Uh, it's It's a pretty cool product. I had looked at their keyboard a few years ago and thought it was a great idea. This is really nice because it's... It's, it's got, like, 88 sounds in it, and it's, it's
0: full, and it's MIDI, too. Do you think that there's a, there's a concern with the things that come out when they're connected to a secondary device about eventually the secondary device is not supporting it anymore? and then Oh, yeah. Then what do you do with it?
1: That would be terrible, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm expecting this chessboard to last forever, but it's going to all be dependent on if the app's supporting it, yeah, right? Yeah. Because that's a I major mean, I, deal.
0: Eventually, at some point, yeah, it might just be a regular old chessboard. You just never know. Right. I mean, with the way technology advances so quickly, the cutting edge thing could be dead in a year. I mean, I had
1: a um, one of those video doorbells,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, it was essentially free to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would it would take snapshots of like twenty seconds of who was at the door, and then they flipped it and they wanted to charge you. Mm. So now it's pretty much useless because I'm not going to pay an additional like ten dollars a month. Yeah, to store.
0: I've got one, and it comes with like two years of of it, and it captures and stores video and then what after two years it's it's like thirty bucks a year, yeah, well, I, I don't mean, eat another thirty bucks i mean that's cheap, I think, and the grand, and considering how much you would pay for like an a d p or somebody to come in and you're paying like ninety bucks a month, that's nothing all right so how about I'm good with that, that.
1: so th- that's what I got
0: right now. All right, but I got plenty more coming. Well, we're gonna be into the toys for sure. Yep, yep. I haven't even started. Action there yet. figures, I'm sure.
1: Action figures. Yeah, yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, good.
1: What do we got? A um. Oh. Before oh, we oh, go, all right. Let's finish it. What?
0: We gotta talk about the Breaking Bad movie.
1: We don't have to, but you can. We, we should. We don't know anything about it. We
0: don't know anything, but are are you at all intrigued or excited about it?
1: So. I was never a fan of Breaking Bad. I'd never watched it. Really? And then all of a sudden, one day, my kid said, please check this out. And then I got hooked and ripped through, binge-watched the entire series. Right. Really enjoyed it. I'm even a bigger fan of Better Call Saul
0: right now. Agreed. Um, They're both great shows.
1: Guy's a hell of an actor. Really enjoy it.
0: And we'll see. And you know what? Vince Gilligan, who essentially created both, he's going to write the movie.
1: Well, that's super important.
0: I mean, this is the same guy that did a lot of very classic X-Files, the ones that we all really love, the cult ones that people just really like. He was the writer for him. So he's a very talented guy. Any luck with Call of Duty? Yeah, I played a little bit of it.
1: Hey, you got it to load?
0: I did. <laughs> okay. After, after purging almost everything off of my Xbox. We may
1: actually talk about that soon.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, just
1: loaded up Red Dead Redemption 2, and it was only 80 gigabytes. <sighs> so after three or four days of leaving my X, uh, my PlayStation on.
0: Are we going to do Fallout 76?
1: I don't know yet. I'm, we're going to have to because it's co-op and it's yeah. online multiplayer. Yep. It's not out yet, right? Is it out? It's supposed to have been out maybe a day. I, th- I think
0: yeah, it yeah. just came out. I think so. We'll see. There's so much stuff. We're gonna have to get like a. If anybody wants to send us some hard drives to connect to Xboxes, that would be great. We've
1: reached a ridiculous I don't, point. I don't know what to do in the universe it's where you just, can only play like one game at a time on your Xbox
0: uh, or PlayStation. You would think with the bandwidth connectivity that people have now, why do you need to store the whole game? Like you can stream t- uh, like like 4K right. TV shows. Right. Is it any different? Or is it just because... I think gamers would be furious
1: if there was even the slightest latency issues. That's why. They'd go berserk
0: I know, but damn, it's annoying.
1: Yeah, I agree. All
0: right. This Thanks. is great. Thanks, man. A lot of energy, man. Yep, and happy Thanksgiving. You too. So, you know, we'll be we'll back We'll see for you when guides. we can. Yep. Bye. So now that you've chosen the vanity, paint, and bathroom tile, you still can't decide on the faucet. Let The Home Depot make that easier by saving $10 on the sleek, modern Moen Genta faucet. Right now, it's only $89. How's that for easy choices? The Moen Genta faucet. Now, just $89 during the Winter Kitchen and Bath event at The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Vowed through March 24th while supplies last.